0: Do DMV, it is episode 45 of Chirpin' DMV, and I guess we'll have to call the Russian Embassy because we've got another one in the capital nation. Uh, KP, what's up, man? I'm here with KPAB. Let's start with you,
1: KP. How was your weekend? What's going on? Uh, Good weekend, man. All around was looking forward to this Monday all weekend, so it's finally here. AB, what's happening on weekend in Philly? Out with the boys?
0: Getting weird?
2: Yeah, we, uh, we brought up a squad this time. I saw it was, Tony acting
0: a fool. Yeah, it was Tony
2: uh, and Aaron and Brando all went up. Producer Brando was there. And yeah, just met up with the boys and had ourselves a time. <laughs> Did the dang thing. Yep. I
0: saw Crap put up a picture. It was like great weekend with all my friends. And just a picture of like his new woman and then Brad. Yeah. I was like, those aren't all your friends. All your friends were there this weekend. <laughs> yeah. What are glad, you talking
1: about? Glad to know producer Brando is not dead. Haven't did seen. Did you that see that Snapchat he
0: sent today of him just bald completely and no beard? Bald. Like looks, completely bald. He looks, he looks good. And no beard. He looks I think like he pulls
1: it off. Freaking of nature. Such an aggressive move. <clears>
0: he <throat> looks like Professor X or whatever that X Men joint is. Yeah. Uh, what did I do? Ended up having to work a little bit Saturday. Day drink. After that, uh watched the caps Saturday. That sucked because I was like, alright, I'm pumped. I'm just drinking some uh I was drinking some Fizz Nassies, got some got some strawberry Bud Light celties Nice. Tried it out with some pink wits. So I got pretty fucked up Saturday and just kind of watched the Caps game and some other stuff. And then um let's see, yesterday, yes, yeah, Sunday, Sunday was the big day. It was the trade day. I was at dinner. And um, with a lady and my phone was just like bzz, 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 bzz. I was like alright I don't want to look at it and then I was like oh the chirping group's blown up so I kind of have to and I was like holy fuck Kovalchuk yeah. <laughs> I was like holy shit so let's get into it right there skip the caps news and notes because there only is uh, one big piece of news we gotta talk about it's Ilya Kovalchuk he's in the district guys It's it was kind of a rumor but more of a joke I feel like A couple months back when OB and him went to dinner and had to post a picture on Instagram and stuff, and he wasn't even being rumored or tossed around here, and boom. uh, We trade Montreal Canadiens. uh, In return, the Caps are giving the Canadiens a third-round pick, as well as the Canadiens retaining 50% of that salary, leaving the Caps with... We have about 80K left in cap space. I think we're fine, though, but they're retaining 50% of like a league minimum salary. So how are we feeling? Let's just start with you, AB. I mean... (laughs) <laughs> I guess I. Like, this yes. point I'm
2: excited to see it. Like it's 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 cool, but we'll I don't know. I just uh, it, he definitely wasn't a name that I was really looking for. Like for him to trade, like make a move. Like again, we we were saying it was as a joke, and yeah. it actually happened. Like this is like. Like GMBM is acting like he's in playing NHL twenty on GM mode, and he's just making trades left and right all with all of his draft picks.
0: Uh, KP, what are you? Let's first, we're drinking some sheesh, we're drinking some wine, so let's tip the cap, our toast, and then talk. Tell me uh, where were you when you find out? Find out what, were your, what was your initial reaction, and let's go from there.
1: I, was, I think I was actually watching some XFL football, but I mean, it was, it just I just stopped right there in my tracks. I was like, holy shit, who's oh, fucking shit. with me? Like this must be a troll account on Twitter. <laughs> (laughs) or something. I know. Crazy. It it happened out of nowhere. Yeah, it's it's really Out of
0: nowhere. Because once we did Dylan, I think everybody was like, all right, yeah, we're good. We're done.
1: I mean, no. I don't don't think that's true. For the most part, a lot of people still wanted another defenseman. Yeah. So, I mean, I think this is a good player. He's a very good, skilled player. I mean, he was. he's one of the top top players in the league years ago. He's older now. I mean, he went to the KHL. He's kind of changed his game. The only thing I worry about is uh, in an interview I saw GMBM say that he's talked to Covey uh, and he's uh, he's accepted like a, he's going to take a role on this team. He knows the role he wants. So whatever role that is, um, I think it's going to be like a third-line third pairing. Yeah. That would be my guess. Yep. And I'm just kind of scared that... He's not gonna have success like out in L. A. He played on third lines and he didn't Did have in Montreal he didn't have, too. Well, I think he got bumped up in Montreal. He was he was playing power play time. Mm-hmm. He was playing on that. He was playing top six minutes, and that's when uh, he was he was shining a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah.
0: So let me let me run through some stats and stuff real quick. Six goals, seven assists for thirteen points in twenty two games with the Canadians, in which he primarily skated on that line with uh, Byron and Domi third line there. Kovey played in thirty two career playoff games. Uh, he has eleven sixteen for twenty seven and led the Devils in points in that 2012 Cup run. So we just kind of touched on it, but before we get into some questions and hopefully answers, yeah, I was listening to the Capitals talk, their emergency podcast on the Metro on the way home, and they were, Rob Carlin was kind of talking about it. It's like, dude, like when we were getting players at the deadline before we won that Cup, it's pretty much, we're going to make a big splash and you're the guy that has to come in here and win Ovia Cup and you have to win the Caps or first Cup. Yeah. And it never really kind of worked out. And then now you're a big name free agent, which Ilya Kovalchuk obviously is you're coming in you're just like hey this is a Stanley Cup championship team this is a high level team I'm playing with a shit ton of Russians and I'm going to fit right into this third line and we're going to go yeah I mean
2: again I guess we I mean it, it feels the missing piece of Brett Connolly right like we've been talking about how much they miss him because him he's, he's a it 20 was... he's a 20 goal scorer on that third line and Kovalevich, I mean, he has a skill to be able to do that, but I, I that's just it wasn't the issue that I that we've been having all season long. The issue has been in our defensive end, and Kovalevich is not known for being a, a, a very good player. defensive liable no. player.
0: Well, I think you got to be. Let's kind of let's go through this. Let's kind of talk about what our ideal our ideal lineup looks like now for the Caps. We'll run through five on five and then get to some power play, and then we'll just talk about the one two Oshie and Kovachuk shootout we have now. So if we go to shootouts every game, we'll be undefeated. Yeah. But uh, so let's kind of go through that. I mean, KP, does your top six change at all for the Caps? Uh,
1: as much as I wanted to, I think everybody would love to see a Ovechkin Kuznetsov Kovy line, but yeah. that's just oh, such so a liability. Terrible. Like AB said, <laughs> yeah. they would but score. You, you got to
2: do it like. One
1: game, like yeah. one game for fun. They yeah. <laughs> yeah. would like for six. Yeah. <laughs> they would score like twelve goals in six games, but still be minus like twenty five. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think he's gonna be a bottom six guy. Hope he fills out that third line. Um, I'm not sure who what they're gonna do if they're gonna move Panic down. They're gonna move Haglin down. I don't exactly know what. Uh, my... What would you like to see though? Um, I would like to see. Eller, Haglin, and Kovey, and then drop Panic down to that fourth line. I think Panic can help that fourth line out, and uh, Kovalev brings scoring to that third line. Him and Haglin flying around. I mean, that's a lot of speed. I agree with that. I mean, AB, you can't,
0: you can't hate it. You
1: you gotta love a third line guy,
0: and it's kind of like a nice little treat for our guy Lars Eller. It's like, man, yeah. you've been busting ass. You're a fucking great player. You're obviously a big guy in the organization. Now have this little, have this little Ilya Kovalchuk, former elite goal scorer, on your line now. Again, yeah. I mean
2: how old is he now? He's like 35 years old or something. So we'll see how much he has left in the tank, especially throughout an 82-game season. I don't know how many games he's played so far, but um it's it's going to be interesting to see. Like it's again, he is playing with Lars and Carl Hagelin who are both very responsible defensively. So I guess or yeah. we actually, we don't know if he's playing, but I think that's—I think our that's what every, yeah. yeah everyone is assuming. So, I mean, maybe it'll work out because he's on a, such a defensive line that it, and it can spark them for offense. Mm-hmm. Even though they don't really need a spark, that third line has been our best line for the past like month and a half. Yeah.
1: But um but deep deep in the playoffs you might need that added scoring and, right. and that's a thing to think about too. How much uh experience does Kovachuk even have? I mean you play with the Thrashers in New Jersey. Yeah. Thrasher's legend. I mean how I, much how well, much experience does he have in the playoffs? Does he has how many he said well, like we said games? it he
0: has 32 career playoff games, and right. a, so, a bulk of that was on a playoff run. In and that playoff, playoff cup, run, that cup, run, cup run, run with the Devils. Hey, yeah. this is kind of interesting. Something AB just mentioned that got me thinking. He said, "I don't know how he is over an 82 game season." This is why I think he's going to be very good for us because he's gone in the summer. Like, probably back to Montreal, to be honest. Good yeah. chance he is. So he's gone in the summer, you gotta imagine. Yeah. He's He would probably be a bad player on an 82-game season. Like, if he was on the Caps for 82 games, we'd probably complain about him more times than not. But in this 20-game stretch here, he could be a complete fucking baller and just have that rip of sunshine, just that resurgent fucking couple months, and then boom. Yeah, I mean, he's... What Haglin and Lars do is they
2: they win puck battles. They win. They they get the puck deep. They go and win puck battles, and they're kind of ferocious around the net. And if Kolchuk kind of just hangs out kind of around that area, and mm-hmm. a, a loose puck just happens to land on a stick, he can he can bury. That's that's what he does, and he's got that sense of where to be too. So that that's, that'll help out. That's what I see happening more often than not for him is when he scores. Uh, I see him just. I see the other two, you know, just grinding it out. Uh, loose pucks out there and happens to land right on his stick. I don't see him coming in and lighting up the world like making highlight real plays like we've seen. I I know you retweeted, Kyle, you retweeted a video or something like that of just Kovachuk highlights, and it was like, oh, my God. (laughs) That's not the player we're getting, though. No, it's
1: definitely not, but he's definitely had some electric moments. He'll have some big goals for us, I think. He's had some electric moments in his his, uh, little stint there, his little cup of tea in Montreal, so I I think he can flare it up. He's got um, some guys that he really really knows well personally and Ovechkin and Kuznetsov and the other Russians so maybe he comes in comfortable yeah. and he wanted to come here I saw in an interview that he said he wanted to come here Montreal said they gave him the choice and he wanted he wanted the caps he wanted yeah. to come here so maybe those talks in December with Ovechkin I mean they had something coming up something and in the works people have been shit talking it all over social media dude especially pens fans like hell
0: oh, you got some shitty ass player he's just a liability so thanks for the pens and everybody assumes that he's going to be playing with Ovechkin it's like right Pins fans, like you can go fuck yourselves, first of all. This guy's going to come in, score some big goals, I think. I think it'd be intelligent to, like you said, KP, I like your third line, Kovalchuk. Uh, we t- talked about it on Twitter. Kovalchuk, a good goal scorer, not that defensive. Lars Eller, very good two-way center, could be a top-two center on 30 other teams in the NHL. He, and then you have Hagelin, who's been grit, grind, speed, a lot of defense, a lot of sticks in the lane, but is generating a lot of offense now. And then you drop Panic down, because what's been the biggest thing that especially AB complains about is the fourth line is good. They can hem you in, but they don't fucking score goals, except our buddy Garnet is tough-scoring goals. So if you drop Panic down to that fourth line, keep him with Dowd, and then come playoffs, man. If we need size in the lineup, put Hathaway in. If we need speed in the lineup against a smaller team, we put Leipzig in. So you got yeah. one of those two, and you have Boyd sitting back there. So I think we have a pretty deep, fucking solid – I mean, that's what I would like to do. Yeah,
2: an if injury anybody... – an I mean, unless it's a top-six guy, obviously, but like an injury – down there doesn't threaten it as much. He went out and got depth, which is the most important thing we well, have. We have guys that are healthy scratches now. We literally for our half the season like didn't have healthy scratch. because I, we didn't have any room.
0: You said the you said the i-word and thinking of it from that point of view now too, say there's a big injury in the playoffs like when Backstrom went down for yeah. however many games or we thought we were going to lose koozie for a bit. Yep. If God forbid something like that happens, and he's playing well in that third line. He, I feel like he would be a seamless fit in the top six for the Caps. And then our bottom six just goes back to how it was all season.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah,
0: he he could definitely
2: play with those guys, but I don't know if he could play up there for 18 to 20 minutes a night.
0: No, but if he had to be like a, th- a good three-game filler, I think he could handle that for that t- yeah. span. Um, KP, what would your – I mean, first power play is not going to change. Uh, so look at the, let's look at that second power play, Kuzi, Orlov, Kovachuk in the Ovi spot, Neller. Yeah,
1: or, I yeah, mean, yeah, yes. I would I would yeah. say that, but Ovi usually tries to stay out there for those. I was two gonna minutes. say it doesn't
2: matter because that first line's out there for two minutes anyway.
1: Right, that's the only hard thing about it. Well, they I have think, been
2: getting
0: better at switching the line itself. I think everybody but Ovi.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> that's that's true. But he would be a, a fit on uh, the second power play for sure. He's a guy that handles the puck well and. Uh, he, he could create some excitement on that second line power play with uh, putting Wilson in front of the net, maybe having him and Kuzi do some magic. I can see something like that working oh, out. Kuzi's going to be jamming the puck to him yeah, as much
0: as possible. Just, yeah, just, I would yeah, agree. Just,
1: yeah. that's, why I, <laughs> that's why
2: I'm like, I am curious to see him. I, I would love to see him and Kuzi match up together. Yeah. I, I'm not saying, I'm not talking about putting Ovi on that line with
1: them. No, but you keep a guy like Oshi on that line. Is that where like we, we step back to where Blake was saying last week? Or Wilson
0: with those two. Fuck
1: we'll, it. We'll put an Eller up on the second line at center, drop Koozie down to that third line, have a line of Koozie, Haglin, and Covey. Yeah, I mean, that that could... You uh, can't have
0: Koozie and... Oh, Haglin. Okay, I thought you said uh, Eller for some reason. I mean, that's three top six lines. Right, exactly. Yeah, it uh, is.
2: Like, it's, it's basically having top nine be top six when you spread out your two centers like that. Wow. And I'm yeah, that's like, that's Todd the more definitely you think has it, a lot of options here. Yeah. The more you think he about know how it? to He'd
0: properly execute those options. though?
2: yeah. Um, the more you think about it though, like we saw a bunch of people online, try to get creative with it. And like another line that I liked was throwing Tomo down there on that third line. That third line would be with
0: Eller and Haglin.
2: Best, yeah, the best grinding line you've ever
0: seen in For your sure. life. Yeah, yeah, but you need Tom, you need Tom with your top six because yeah. the, the way he's just a big body physical presence and just oh, opens yeah. up so much ice. But I could see that would be a, the biggest it's, third line it, grind of all time. That's what I'm saying. That third line, <laughs> either way, I think the third line is good,
2: awesome, no matter yeah. who we put on it at this point.
0: Yeah, well, taglin and Neller, I'm fine with literally anybody. Yeah, so. Does this trade kind of change the entire mindset of this team? I mean, we've been struggling kind of mightily. They see management make this move. I mean, how many players do you think, I'm sure a lot of them have a good idea what's going on, but you got to think this trade hits some of the players like a shock. I mean, they see management kind of going all in and being like, hey, we're going to get out of this slump, and we're going to go make a run at the cup. Let's fucking go here. You think we pick it up and start winning games? The Russians are excited. I mean, no shit. Yeah, no shit. he might see, He honestly might
1: live at Ovi's house. It wouldn't surprise me. I to see Putin smiling over there. So uh, just I mean, a team credit card. Yeah, I think the team loves it. I mean, it's a skill guy. He's he's been a good locker room guy from what I heard in Montreal. So um, I, I think it's a good veteran guy coming in here. And I don't think he's gonna shake up the locker room. I don't think he's a cancer. I think it's just a plus. And we gave up a third round pick and half of Ovi will league keep minimum. him in check. I mean, I think I think this is a steal. It's a, it's a win win. Yeah, it's a it's a low risk, high reward yeah type play. of deal,
2: and yeah, I mean, again, my my answer to almost everything is just like we'll see, like we'll see, a, let's see what happens here. I'm excited it. for it, yeah, it, but it, we'll see. It definitely has potential. Definitely also has potential to not
0: turn out that well. I mean, the first, I mean, my mindset all day has been. As an overreacting fan, I'm like, "Oh, we're going 16-0 in the playoffs now, because <laughs> we have Ilya Kovalchuk. He's a fucking Cap legend. Yeah, he's a Cap. Legend. <laughs> he's a Cap legend, baby. It was just such a shock. Like I." literally fucking got yeah. picked, picked up my phone at dinner and was like what now, now here's I get,
1: something I said something to my uncle about this granted he's not a big Caps follower not a big hockey fan he's just an average Caps fan and he was like this is gonna be like Yammer Yager 2.0 <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I mean that's, getting, that's kind of a, funny a big name like that skill guy and I mean he's <laughs> yeah it's very a- possible Atlanta Thrasher legend so
2: you know what's funny though going back to that Yama Yager thing like, like everyone shits on him but I'm pretty sure he still put up, like, 78 points yeah, with, with the Caps. Like, he just, even He though the Caps wasn't the,
1: the Penguins, Yammer Yager.
2: Yeah. Even though well, the caps we had a really sucks. bad team that one year. Right. Even had though had the, really the Caps bad sucked team. So and Yager was on that team, so everyone was like, oh, yeah, Yager sucked for the Caps. That was
0: the yeah. Bates with Tag year, I think. <laughs> we were going to ask yeah, him about him. Yager down put down in asses Carolina. in
1: seats. That's why yeah. we got him. He <laughs> did. Nobody was going I to I mean, games. kind
0: of. But when you go to games at that point, I remember me and my dad buying tickets in, like, the 100s for pretty cheap one night. And then there's literally nobody at the game, so we went from, like, the top of the section and sat on the glass, yeah. and we're like, "This is the craziest thing ever!" <laughs> like, sit on the glass at the Caps game because this team sucks nuts. And there's nobody at this arena now. You couldn't even think about breathing in there. Yeah, I mean, again, <laughs> we will see what happens here.
2: It's just, it's just, it's a crazy. It's, it's. I have no idea what's gonna happen. I, it, yeah, I like not no, yet. not a clue. Like, I, that's why it's like kind of. There is kind of a risk, I guess. Like there, there is. If we got like. Like, but is there? You go for someone else, like or not someone else. Like obviously, it's a bit. It's a nice name, but like, like I was talking about Zucker earlier. Like Zucker, you know, game in and game out, what you're gonna get from him, and you're gonna love it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And. Well- Haglin is kind of the same way that Kyle was talking about. Like we know we're getting out of Haglin, and we, right. and he's giving it to us.
1: Like so we picked him up. I last know year. we're gonna dive deeper in NHL trades, but real quick on the topic of Kovey, I saw Wayne Simmons to Buffalo for a fifth round pick. I know maybe cap space wise it wouldn't have worked, so let's throw that out of the table. If cap space wise it wouldn't have, it would have worked, would you like Wayne Simmons over Kovalchuk? No, I don't know. Hell no, I don't think so. Well, you hard mentioned- hard grind nose guy and goes in front of the net. On that third line? I mean, I kind of want to go back to the risk. I wouldn't hate it. I mean,
2: I don't know if I would like it more or not. I honestly don't know. Right. Because he's... I don't... Yeah, it's tough. He's slowed down for sure.
0: Yeah, he has been great. Um, Maybe brought up risk. I mean, what... If you kind of deep dive into it, the risk is... You Would you consider this trade a fail if Kovalchuk just doesn't play well? No. For the most part? I guess, not. I guess you I mean, don't consider it if a fail. he comes in and doesn't play well, him not playing well is probably still as good as the way Richard Panik's been playing for the most part.
1: If anything, maybe it'll let somebody like a Richard Panik step his game up a little bit and play a little harder. Yeah, yeah. and then we have Kovalchuk on the fourth
0: line. Or he's just a healthy scratch arsenal weapon that we're going to break out like once a series. He's going to score a game winner and we're going to be out.
2: Yeah, I don't... He's, again, he's... We got to give him... He's probably going to get out anywhere between... 14 to 16 minutes a game,
1: I well, guess. Well, a big factor into this is if he's going to be on the Russian gas or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. true. This uh, is he's, really big.
2: He knew, yeah, we need to so get Samsonov, import that right now. Samsonov, yeah. Samsonov,
0: Orlov, Ovi, Kuzi, Kovachuk, just five.
1: Yep, yeah, we got five, five Russians. Wow.
2: So, need to get that one more Russian deep, <laughs> oh more, one more Russian defender, and oh. we would have a full lineup and just start them every game.
0: Holy shit. All right, so <laughs> let's get into it. Kovalchuk's last team, the Canadians, like we mentioned, we live-watched it on Thursday when we recorded Friday's episode. Caps on a two-game losing streak. they coming in. Another team they should beat, and it kind of looks like oh shit here we go because we score first that game um the goat himself gets one 699 ov set face off play back he wins it back
1: eight skates in rips it past price one nothing so we have a lead at least kp yeah i mean it was a great goal it was like a little motion one setup pretty much uh i i mean ov was excited he was happy i i mean i was like here we go stat night against montreal yeah yeah I definitely thought he was gonna get 700 i mean he he owns Montreal and he when he gets one early you really just think it's gonna be one of those nights yeah and i and i thought we were gonna be holding a lead
2: with, like, two minutes left, he's going to be out there scoring empty net for 700. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would have been nice. So, yeah, 699, like I said, but... we were watching it. We live-reacted. Shea Weber gets one back, ties it. Uh, that's kind of how the first ends. Second period, uh, Lars Eller, he strikes, 15th of the season. Uh, 2-1 lead for the Caps. Lars, that's his sixth against his former team. Uh, that, that, that goal was a nice little third-line grind. They were down there cycling the puck, cycling the puck. Lars picks it up, comes out to the net, just... Pucks on that, and it goes right through Price's fucking wicket, right through the seven hole there. Yeah, it was he, was that got, out
2: of mid air too, or no?
0: Kind of ish, because he kind of came and just like jammed it, and it kind of the puck kind of fluttered or was something like weird.
1: The yeah. But uh, this guy, just like every other player, loves scoring against his old team. So good to him, good for him. Um, but again, a two to one game against Montreal, you really think we're gonna start to take this one over a little bit? Yeah. Um, but it just seems to be not the case. Yeah, yeah they, think? they
2: couldn't get away. They couldn't just break away. I don't you know what think. it was.
0: Uh, Gallagher ties it, tied again at the end of the second, 2-2. Two, two. Canadians 30 seconds in as Chariot scores, and then we go pretty much the entire third period, and then it's Tom Wilson, 6-on-5. It's, at this point, a guaranteed Caps goal, as we've gotten it. That's the eighth one of the season so far. Puts the puck on net, He's out there in front, kind of alone, surprisingly. Price saves it, but he just fucking jams it in he just feeds the chickens and starts jamming it in yep and that was the tie right yep tie with was 20 some seconds ball. left yeah and
2: my immediate thought was oh sweet we might win but we still kind of played like shit so I'd rather have, have them lose and then they lost and I was like oh shit we lost I really take that back I wish they won
0: yeah chariot tucks <laughs> it 50 seconds in comes out snipes it hope in that 38 of 32 i mean we sat here and watched it like we mentioned but how many times at the beginning of that game that first period when we we're still getting everything set up was defense breaking down there's a couple breakaways a couple odd man rushes and hope he was standing pretty tall had yeah it, had a good game i think he snagged
2: us a point for sure and he i mean he's been fine he's not the issue anymore he's been yeah. good
1: yeah he's definitely been good um that, that sucks, tying a game like that. I mean, you never want to go into a game hoping you get six-on-five score goal late, but it kind of seems like that's the only way we can win with this Caps team right now. So, I mean, that was cool to see that we could make that little comeback and get one late, but over time, we kind of just fell back in our a good game. Playing. Not
2: a great game. No, I, didn't I mean, think. And they just, I don't know what it is. I mean, they, they're still making these dumbass five-foot passes in their own end. and yep. like up the middle of the ice, too, Um I don't know if like uh, actually that's the Penguins game. We'll get that. We'll get to that later. But I've I've seen Orlov multiple times this season. Just puck behind your own net, blind passes it up the high sl- up the middle of the ice, and where none of our guys are. Which is it's like what the fuck are you just doing? Just back
1: to fundamental right. stupid shit that they do sometimes. You're just not thinking about, it. and it's it, it's a little bit of you think they're overthinking their plays. Like he seems like he's rushing it. I seem him sometimes with Orlov. Yeah, Because he, he has time. Like, I've seen a couple of times where Caps players, I feel like they've had time. I think uh, it, once we jumped to that game, Billman tweeted something about the Penguins game, about Carlson having time and not doing something stupid. It's like mm-hmm. simple mental things with these NHL players. Like Yeah. You know, I think the, it was a Devils game. I, I know what you're talking about, so we'll get to it. But then yeah. There
2: was, yeah, there was another play that was like, is Jensen... Jensen had the puck. Maybe it was... I think it was this game. Dude, I'm getting all these games (laughs) mixed up, to be honest. They all sound like the same. Yeah. Um, Jensen, he's skating up with the puck. There's a guy, like, kind of right on him. Kuzi is flying up the right wing, and Jensen looks right at him. And he's like, it looks like he's going to go make the pass, and then he decides to stick-handle it two more times and then make the pass. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you hesitating to make that pass? You know he's wide open. And then he almost got the puck stolen. Thank God he didn't. But he didn't get it to Kuzi, yeah. and he had to... Because the guy was right on him, stick-lifted him. He's like, oh, shit. Just on. lost and then just, Yeah, and then just dumped it. And I was like, like why is he... Why are you hesitating when you're staring right at him and he's
1: wide open? Why are you making... He's making himself second-guess, and that's straight confidence. Yeah. If he had the confidence to make the pass, I mean, he knew he'd make a tape-to-tape pass, but he's second-guessing himself. Yeah. I agree. It's crazy.
0: So let's kick it to Saturday, midday
1: Saturday. At the
0: Devils, a bad team. Again, a team that we should beat. Uh, It should use as a stepping stone to get off this now three-game losing streak. Like we said, perfect reason to day drink. Perfect reason to have a day. It was nice out, um, but the Devils' lone goal in the first. They make it one nothing. Then Wayne Train. We just <laughs> talked about him two nothing Devils midway through the second, and we'll start there. Two goal hole. I think there's eight minutes left in the second. And KP, did you watch this game?
1: Yeah, I watched this game. I forget who it was on defense. Uh, did you just? picture, the picture popped up in my mind. I don't remember the defender, but when Wayne Simmons scored that goal, he totally misplayed him. The puck kind of just got through him, and then uh, Samson off, and Wayne's just there for a little easy tuck after it hits the post. That defender should have been body on body with uh, Simmons and had him taken out of the play for sure AB. you catch any of this game oh, i did not we were out of about figured. in philly yeah so tom wilson
0: he gets one back he cuts the lead the one his 19th It was a tip from a carlson bomb just that's where he's been making his money wilson lately is just right there in that crease so after the third period koozie behind the net gets it on his back out to ov it's a one-timer it's 700 and the team mobs the iso ab i know you've seen that at least yep and thank god it's over Yep. Thank God it's (laughs) over.
1: I think everyone had a sigh of relief there. And um, Before we get any too far, congrats to Nick Jensen on being a part of this historic moment. Oh, my nose.
0: (laughs) His 700th goal was assisted by Nick Jensen. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Everybody, I think, wanted back. I mean,
2: props to him, I guess, but...
1: Just he made a good play down in that corner. I yeah. thought he got that puck to Koozie, and Koozie yeah. getting tripped up still gets the pass off. And that shot by Uvi was just like laser. once it hit his stick, I was like, and I didn't. I stayed looking at Uvi. I didn't even look at the net. I think yeah, I knew it was Blackwood without a stick. Uvi puts it right over his blocker, and you're just kind of a like, ding.
0: Yep. But around
1: the world, I think it touched like all the everywhere part of the net. And good on New Jersey as well. I saw they're sending Send the them the net. Send so that's cool. Net and then Gretzky
2: has come out and said multiple times See, said, at 800." I will be yeah I will be at the game at 800 now when you what, he said when he breaks my record I will be at that game too
1: yeah I saw that it's gonna uh, happen <laughs> during that interview he mentioned that Gordie Howe kind of treated him that way when he broke Gordie Howe's record and mm-hmm. that's why he wanted to keep like doing it being a nice guy to Ovi he would have done it either way but just kind of cool how these NHL guys treat each other Yep, he'll go He's down as the first 900 goal scorer
2: hopefully yeah, yeah. And, uh, hopefully he doesn't retire that thing's as, pissing me off Hopefully he doesn't retire as soon as he passes Gretzky like he said he would.
0: Right, so 700 goals. That would
2: actually piss me off if he actually retired at 895. Yeah, it's like,
0: dude, score five more goals. Yeah. Like, Like, what are you doing? Retire at 900. (laughs) Like, literally, just 900. Or just make it weird and go 901. Yeah. So, 700 goals in 1,144 games. Second fastest player to reach the mark fastest to go from 600 to 700 second player to score 700 with one franchise as Gordie Howell did it for the Red Wings next up eight away from Mike Gardner and Stanley O no from the Jersey fans too so we'll catch Gardner here soon this season yeah definitely you'd you have to think yeah we should well eight. I mean
2: he, he's slumping right now but no he definitely should eight more goals Um, there's at least 22 games left right I mean something like that yeah and he's eight more goals I think yeah, he's yeah. Fine. nine more goals to
1: break it for sure so, I'm still sticking with my, my prediction a little couple, of, 60 like goals. A couple months ago, sixty-five actually. Six, Thank you. Go goals. back and listen to that episode. Uh, I think okay. Ovi, I think Ovi's still going to get sixty-five. Uh, Kovi coming. I mean, I think it's a little pressure, a little Russian, Russian on Russian. They're going to go back and forth on goals, man.
2: I mean, it's it's tough. That's that's a lot to ask. Is uh, like twenty-four more goals in like twenty-two <laughs> games. Is it, is it impossible?
0: I guess so, not. not. Impossible. So Caps buzzing late. They get two power plays. I think one turns to a five on three, cannot convert. And as Craig Lachlan is literally saying on TV, they're gonna get a make up and then boom, Devils get that makeup right after with like three minutes left. Severson game winner, Caps loser fourth straight. Samson Alvin at this time, twenty six to twenty nine, KP. You watch the game, what do you think about
1: that last like five minutes? I was so mad about those two power plays, man. And I actually tweeted, I was like, the, the, if we, we got to convert on this, this is where you bury a team like New Jersey. They're, stu- they're playing down to you. Yeah. They're taking stupid penalties. You get a 5 on 3 with five minutes left in the yeah. game. You're, you're one of the on. top teams in the NHL. You got to convert on that. You got to bury this team. You got to move on with two points. And they let them right back in it with a stupid penalty after playing well, a shitty just, power play. You knew they were going to give New Jersey the makeup call. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I mean, I think they even said it on the broad broadcast to watch out for it, and then it was like 10 seconds later, here it is. sure. So they did not
2: score on a 5-on-3. They had a 5-on-3. I knew they yes. had two It was, I knew they pre, it was two an penalties. abbreviated one. It was only for a minute. It was just the 5-on-3. Minutes a, a minute, lot of time. Yeah. Still a minute. <laughs> so
1: minutes a lot more, yeah. So that's, I mean, how does anyone that, not? Think they had another minute. Of how does anyone not playing? think that we need to change this power play? Do you think GMBM gets Kovalchuk for that reason? (laughs) Like, no, seriously, do you think think in his mind that could be a fix for the power play? Very well could be. I mean, he's producing on the
2: Canadians. I I remember the Bruins uh, when they got Yager um uh, they literally got him for a power play
1: late you're talking about late in his career
2: when yeah you, yeah yeah i remember that and yeah they got him literally
1: for the power play their power play
2: was not rolling that well that year and
1: maybe that's a role when he spoke to, to cole chuck he was like look you're gonna be that's playing why I, I hope i hope so third time third line minutes if he just lights up the power play, time, play for us yeah oh, where would you put so put sick. him if, if they even thought about putting him on the first line Who, i don't know i mean because we went to the second line but where do you move him on the first I mean I, I head know head. I don't no, no. know what
2: I would do, but I know
1: that no one else would do as What and I you know put it's...
2: him in
0: the Ovi spot and would be yes. in the Tom Wilson spot? Yes. Or the Oshi spot? Yeah.
2: Yes. I, I, like I
0: a thousand percent would do that. Yeah. Why not try it?
1: Cause he's dude, Kovalchuk With Carlson
0: is, ripping bombs oh, up top. Oh, I
1: would love that. I love that idea. Putting, Carlson bombing up top, backroom feed And back that's, that's why I, I right want wall. Ovi. I want Ovi in that Oshi spot. It will, he and he can rotate. He can kind of rotate by himself. He can either stay in the Oshi spot or just literally go in front of the net. Kovachuk's a, a move. He can move right into that that spot too. So those two can interchange all the time if they need to. Yeah, I mean, I would do it. I know everyone's gonna bash me and be like, What well, that's fucking
2: stupid, but like dude, Kolachuk, it's like he has look, O V is the greatest of all time, right? Just yeah. goat. But he is definitely doesn't have great instincts out there. Kolachuk, a thousand percent has good instincts on where to how to open himself up and with when he has the puck, like
1: protecting the puck
2: protecting the, the puck, yeah, being able to stick handle and make smart decisions with it. O V is kinda dude, O V does two things on the power play in that spot. And it is shoot or ring it around the boards to backstrom, which
1: pisses me off every fucking time. Does Golvachuk play that did he play that spot in Montreal? Uh, I'm not sure I don't know where he did in Montreal I know he did in Jersey Okay so is he a guy that can keep it on the boards because that's a problem I have with Ovi He his puck sometimes He turns the power play
2: into a Tampa Bay power play with him because he has the (laughs) he is a threat to be able to make a a decision other than just shoot whereas Ovi
0: no offense to Ovi but he just kind of is he isn't that player
1: and where do you want your shooter on the power play in, in the middle of the ice so I that think.
0: actually makes our second power play really good if we do that so if we go Kovalchuk on the Ovi spot Ovi in the crease Backstrom on the half wall Carlson up top and then who's behind Vrana where behind the net or just working uh, around the net you leave Vrana down there
2: I would me personally I would switch Backstrom and Vrana I would I like Vrana. But regardless, the they're spot. both
0: on the power play. Yeah. So, but then your second power play line probably becomes what? Tom Wilson in front of the net, TJ Oshie in that spot, Kuzi on the half wall, Orlov up top, and then Lars Eller down below. Yeah. That's two pretty good damn power plays. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Now that they ride it out and, like, stare at it, it's like, shit. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> again, hopefully
2: they'll start to use both of them a little more. I don't more. think I, – I highly doubt that it's going to happen, but that's what I would do. I mean, Kovalchuk – Why not try it? Right. Like, he's – he will make a team pay when he's, at, when they're down a man, five on four. Like, he's, that's where he, He's a shooter. That's where he will shine is when he has yeah. time and space.
0: And he can hold a puck, hold a he, puck, and just find not, the seam.
2: Yeah, it's not, it's not like he has lightning speed anymore. He's, but he can, he can fucking, he's a lethal wrist shot, dude. He's a lethal shot in general. Yeah, I agree. Like, he's got a one, he's got a great one-timer. He's, he, and he's dangerous with the puck he can make he can make he can throw the needle with passes
1: and do you think he'll move more up and down like you see Stamkos doing yes. on a Tampa Bay power play where yes. we yep. did see Ovi doing that earlier in his career but it kind of shy he's shying away from it I don't know if it's older age or or what I don't know what it is I think he'll have more movement yeah he's got more speed for That's, sure it, it forces the penalty kill to think yeah oh and also something I picked up from this New Jersey game New Jersey other than any other team on the power play covered Ovi when Ovi oh, like, yeah. Ovi tight like a guy tight on Ovi like cheated 100% like they took Ovi out of the equation right. and sometimes the Caps I kind of felt like they didn't know what to do like they they were like uh what do we do and then th- like they gotta have a plan in place for that I mean and I think this kind of eliminates that if you're gonna have a guy sticking on Ovi in front of the net I mean in this in that center spot that leaves Golvichuk wide open on that spot it opens up the whole it opens up everything you got my mind running with this idea man I'm, <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm saying, it could it, be a lit fucking
2: power play it, it opens up every because then it forces, it forces the penalty kill to play the entire ice. Right now, dude, they're only playing half the ice and then sticking a guy on Ovi like you just yeah, said. Yeah, we said that. A you're lot. only you're like there's so only much ice to, that
1: they don't use. Right,
2: they they're only defending half the ice. So it's like when you have someone o- over there that isn't just a one tool player at that at that position at in that situation of a game, it's. You don't you don't have to you, like cover it at all.
1: And then behind the net, like you're saying with Backstrom, or uh-huh. if it is Vrana, he has the ability to not just stay in that spot where he's passing to whoever's on the half boards. He can come around and make that pass to Kovalchuk. Right. He can kind of move a little more, and I think that opens up a lot of opportunities. Mm-hmm. The Caps really need to think about. Yep.
0: For sure. So let's kick it Sunday. The next day we're home. Uh, Pens baby, uh, first place on the metro on the line. Both teams at 80 points. Uh, we're a game ahead of the Pens though, so we had a 13 point lead on them. I believe it was back in January. But sheesh, uh, Joe Ward Get back gone. in the house. He gives the Caps a little pregame speech in the locker room. I don't know if you saw that, but he pretty much said, "Hey." You guys gotta figure your shit out. Really? <laughs> he literally, he pretty much, was like, "Hey, you, like, you gotta figure this out." Yeah. It's like, oh fuck, everybody just listening to Wardo. Yeah. He drops the puck. You know how we
2: figure it out? We fucking sign Joel Ward to We're a minim- league minimum contract.
0: Put him on then the fourth our line. Fourth line is just Joel warden win him a cup. Oh, God, it'd be awesome. Um, So let's start at Vrana, his first he gets the first of the game and his 24th, he ties a career high for him first goal and I think it was 11 games so he drives the net with speed,
1: Penn's players come crashing in and it bounces in the net yeah, this was a wild play. Yeah. Uh, luckily, it was like uh, I don't know. I don't know if he got tripped up. That defense. I think Vrana just kind of outworked him a little bit. Had the position. Speed, baby. Yeah, yeah. The pins player uh, fell over, and that that was really the luck because uh, it was a great save by the goalie, and the puck only went in off this this bounce. Yeah, and that's. Um That's another
2: situation where
1: Carlson said this in the
2: uh, Spin Chicklets interview. He said that Rana... skate straight. Dude, just skate by him. Stop trying to make all these moves. You're faster than everyone on the ice, which he is when he... With the puck, like... Two hands on a stick, skating at full speed, that slows a lot of people down. It does not slow him down. Yeah. He's fast as fuck. He gets going quicker. And that's how O.V. was early in his career, too. He was, he was fast north, south. fast as shit with two hands on a stick, stick handling the puck. Rana's the same way, and he burned him. And that's the other thing, too. I think a lot of people... This has kind of gone under the radar, that that goal drought for Rana, but... That could be a very big reason probably is a very or losing big reason. Games. Yeah. Cuz be- he's not scoring. Cuz he wasn't sc- he wasn't scoring so that kind of proves how crucial he has to be in the in the playoffs. He has to put up numbers. Would, if yeah, if we make a run, he's got to put up. I would say close to eight to ten
0: goals in the I, playoffs. I was gonna say ten. Yeah. yeah,
1: if he scores ten goals, we're winning a cup. Yeah. I think I mean, that's that's the problem we wanted before Rona with Berikovsky. So right, and I mean Rona can Rana can do it. I'm not saying he can. I'm not saying right, no, Barakowski, yeah. but he definitely I mean, can. Maybe maybe this goal gets him out of this drought a little.
2: I think the other thing was well now he's playing with Backstrom. Which I yeah, finally, helps. finally, I've been saying, switch those two just to fucking switch. I'm like, at this point, like I know, uh, our guy, stack guy Blake, he's all about the analytics, and he thought analytically it makes sense, makes the most sense to drop Koozie down a line, not for again, not for the demotion, but for the promotion for Lars. But I, I just don't see. Like you guys were saying, like Kuzi, like he would not excel in a th- on a third line no. role, and let's call yeah. it. And, and I, yeah, like sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you throw analytics out the window when shit is going wrong. Yeah. Well, uh, in my opinion, and honestly, you just like the only change that you have to make, which they've been, they've done it throughout their entire career. I don't know why they stopped doing it now, or they finally got back to doing it, was switch Kuzi and Backstrom. It feels like whenever yeah. they go on a They drought, just flip flop. Yeah. They flip them too. That's all that really changes. And just flip flop those two real quick. Do you think that's a Todd
1: thing that he didn't want to do it? Because I mean I don't know. you always saw it during the Barry administration and before that a little maybe, but
2: Yeah, I don't I don't know what it was. Um uh, I mean they could have been d- going through the analytics and saying it just doesn't make sense to have Kuzi and Ovi on the same line. For sure. Because defensively it's not great. But I think it I think it had to have been had to be done. I mean and Gets one of those two lines going a little bit now. I mean, Vranus hopefully gets back to how he's playing. Because we need Vrana. We know where we're going to get with Oshi. We know we're going to get with OV. Yep. We know we're going to get with Braxton and Wilson.
0: You need Vrana and Kuzi to be rolling. Yeah, you do. Playoffs. You need a, you those need. two are guys that have, cannot afford to go cold, and they have proven that they can go cold. Yes. So we caps legends. We don't throw the term around loosely, but maybe lightly. Brendan Dillon new Caps legend as this period ends with him beating the shit out of Malkin yeah, retire, retire his pick. number sign him
1: forever yeah he
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean, beats the fuck out of Malkin just starts feeding him and feeding him and yeah you're an instant Caps legend welcome
1: with, exactly is there any other way to become like a household name and with you, a big old smile on his yeah, face yeah exactly right. he loved it Malkin I think ducking and he embraced this Caps rivalry he's the type of player that loves this type of shit and he exactly he, this is what he wanted and he proved it in this game I think he played well
0: oh. yeah
2: I, I, I thought this is his best game when guys so get traded
0: like that, I mean, he was on the Sharks. They were part of rivalries. It's the Kings rivalry and oh, yeah. the Vegas Oh, yeah, and those rivalry. rivalries are,
2: like, they're, they were for real, dude. They're like, good rivalries. Yeah.
0: But, but you you hear about this Crosby-Ovechkin rivalry your whole career, and then you get to play in a game like that, and you're like, whoa, yeah. <laughs> this is pretty nuts.
2: And he, he, he fucking basked in that glory. Uh-huh. Like, I, I saw it actually, like, right from the get-go, uh, he was matched up against Crosby at first, and he he played him pretty well in that first shift. I don't I don't know how, how the rest of the game went. I actually didn't really notice them two out against him, mm-hmm. but he like Crosby. So he made a he made a play uh, over by the half wall, and. Dylan just bited him up, right? Just right. like kept him there, and then the puck kind of the puck kind of goes in the corner, and Crosby's like like kind of sits. He's like not a part of the play, and then he starts to like try to get into the play, and Dylan like literally just held him against the boards. And I was like, I love this guy. Like he he like wasn't leave it letting him leave. Well, like, do you
1: think that was a, a task for him to go out there, probably. and kind of frustrate Crosby a little bit, get inside of his head, get him throw him off his game? And
2: yeah, I would it. I would assume it was. I would assume they'd be like, yeah, just. Just don't, Body him up a little. Yeah, don't fucking let him, like, a stick length away from you. Right. And he, like... He literally looked like looked like a magnet on him, and he just kept him there. He literally chested him up against the boards.
0: We also saw the pairing of Gutis and Dylan on a PK together. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting. So, we get through two periods of this game. We obviously get the big fight, or... Sorry, that was at the end of the first period. Yeah. So we get to the second period. Um, still a one nothing caps lead right there. Pens get two and twenty six seconds. Hornquist and Crosby both score and two things. I think what was it was was it was it the Crosby goal? That was pretty much like the Verona goal. Yeah. yeah that was kind same. of like a kick in and then you're yeah.
1: thinking two goals in twenty six seconds. Holy fuck, here we go. Well the yeah. Hornquist goal, I want to jump back to that. I think that's the PK you're talking about where Gudis was out there and Goodis kind of just does a flyby Dude. of Hornquist and he's he's alone in front of the net, hits the puck on the net and it, it was, just goes in. Hol, it, it, I mean he laid Holby out to dry. He skated right by the fucking crease. I mean you that can't was be that as a defenseman. You've you got to stops and starts. Yeah. I mean he's he's gotta be bodied on Hornquist there. He left him all alone. Hornquist got no sticks on his stick. Clear, just chop at the puck. That was brutal. As an NHL player, you
2: cannot be doing flybys. We can. Not on the PK. In, 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 in belt leagues. Yeah, <laughs> you can
0: give it a little flyby, but, <laughs> but
2: geez, man. NHL PK rival game for first place in the division, and you're doing a flyby in front of the net against Patrick Hornquist. He was gone. He better. was
0: gone, dude. Yeah. He was nowhere near. So we get to the, the second period, and the Caps only have 10 shots on goal. Yeah, um, this is. It kind of
2: reminded me of the game seven against the New York Islanders, where we had we won like two to one and had eleven shots on goal. They they just couldn't get any offensive like sustain any offensive pressure. They did like maybe like two or three times early in that game, but it it seemed like it seemed like the Penguins were all over us. They were, but saying that I wasn't necessarily like well in the first period we were letting up high quality chances and a whole beast stood on his head once again kept us in that game the
1: only reason we're in the first at that point yeah
2: second period i mean yeah they outplayed us but like defensively i thought they actually weren't terrible besides the goodest play mm-hmm. after that i thought they kind of sharpened up a little bit and even though we were getting outplayed i, I actually wasn't worried I didn't think again I don't think they played that well but I, I wasn't like too worried about like they. I just didn't see as many defensive breakdowns as we've been seeing
1: I think it started I, to turn yeah. more into the classic Penguins Caps rivalry game it turned into a playoff game yeah those, those players quickly. started started to get a little more serious and that, I think that's where you're saying the Caps kind of I started to see their game getting more into it getting guys kind of being more responsible yes. I guess I would say yeah. they weren't making I the stupid, stupid things everybody was thinking playing defensive minded didn't want to give up the stupid mistake yeah, you
0: know? yeah. So, 10 shots on goal. We come out in the third period absolutely fucking guns blazing. Yep. Tom Wilson a minute and a half in. Pressures to break out in the neutral zone there. Turnover. Backstrom pops it to him. Breakaway. Ties it. 20th of the season, baby. Tommy, 10. 10 goals away from 30-goal Tom in second straight. 20-goal season. Love it. Yep. Tom Wilson scoring goals. Three minutes later, your boy KP hags sixth tuck of the year, 11th point in 16 games. Crashes the net, feeds the chickens. The boys are back, buzzing. Great third period to start.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was great. That that play by Tom, that was all him. I mean, I know Baxter chipped it up to him, but great defensive play, standing up to that defenseman, yeah. getting the puck. And then he just... I, The speed out of nowhere, Tom just making that breakaway speed. I think he had a little more time than most players would, but great play just to go to the backhand. I mean, the goalie wasn't expecting it from Tom Wilson. Yeah, and then onto the
2: Haglin goal, John Carlson gets becomes the. uh, Yep. Caps' leading defenseman in franchise. Yep,
0: passes Callie Johansson. I mean, big, big moment for him too.
2: Yep, and the Haglin goal, Haglin just being our best player just once again. Just the net, <laughs>
1: Just buzzing around, man. He was feeling it. I felt like Dude, he's been, him, he's and been him and
2: Lars
0: have been the most consistent players for the past month and a half. Easily, easily. So, he <laughs> Speaking of Carlson, Malkin comes down the left side. He kind of gets <laughs> undresses Johnny Norris, man, until he ties the game. And that was a tough look for Johnny. That oh, was awful. That was a tough look. I God. was so mad when I saw that. I was like, dude, what are like, you Malcolm
2: doing? I mean, that, him.
1: that move's hard to pull, pull off in, like, beer league. I mean, I mean, he was just wide open right between his fucking legs. I mean, I don't know what John Carlson was thinking He that Malkin was going to do there. But, like, when he pulled the puck, when Malkin went wide, I knew he was coming inside. Yeah. Like you, one you knew he was coming inside. Two, you knew it as soon as
2: Carlson like he w- once he turned his body, it was game over. It's like why are you turning there? Like let him go around the net, dude. Uh huh. Like you're taught that from day one, man. Like just, dude, stay inside the dots. If he's gonna go around you around the dots, let him let him fucking do it. Instead, Got inside, put a body on him. Instead, he yeah he turns his body. It's game over, like dude. It's it's game over once that happens. Once once that defenseman
1: commits, and he just got called slow mo looking back, like uh, oh. like it is literally make him make the first move, Conway. Yep. I think and, hope he got caught looking a little bit because yeah. I mean I think he could have came out of his net a little better. Yeah, he was and, definitely and played Malkin on that. He was deep in his net. Uh, for sure. He he
2: was, he was a little too deep in his net, but I'm not going to blame no. Hopi on that. I yeah, him what do you do? Exactly. That uh, Norris trophy <laughs> winner should not be doing that. Right. Bad look.
0: Yep. So, fuck it, though, because it's TJ Oshii. Pucks on net, crash the net, caps have a lead. Um, And like we just said, 10 shots at the end of the second period,
1: and it feels like we've got 15 in the third period alone, and we get three goals. Pretty much all these third period goals seem like dirty no nah, I guess not the Tom Wilson one but just dirty hard fault goals especially yeah. this T.J. Go into o- the net yeah, hard, this TJ Oshie one was just a little what he flipped like just flipped a stick out of puck on the backhand and yep. just finds a way in I mean that's the way you gotta play it's the way you gotta score and then coming up in the playoffs there's the goals we need yeah and uh, again
2: we've been saying this to get out of this slump you gotta simplify your game I think we got we have to play like that the rest of the way for sure like, for sure Todd's gotta realize that his GM just he's got him a big team. Yeah, just got him the heaviest team I think I've ever seen in my life
0: with the elite goal scorers. and he's
2: been doing it since he, he's he been doing it since the offseason Goudis. Right. yep Garnett yep Garrett Garrett
1: um, oh no Garrett fucking Dow I mean actually we've had Dow haven't we yeah we've had Dow but geez. I just want to see this team play a complete fucking game just because we're talking about how good this third period was. I mean, it it still wasn't the greatest. This still wasn't the greatest third period, but I mean, if they could play a complete 60 minutes, how they played that third period, they would win a lot more games.
2: Yeah, and the other thing that they've said too Todd has said it, that they want to play a physical game which which is good I love I'm, that yeah which is good I'm I'm very glad that he's saying that because that's what we've been saying simplify the game and we're the biggest team out there so let's just fucking out hit everyone and Puckers pretty much beat. pretty much beat them up until the third period so we were t- last podcast we were talking about their goal differential in the third period how it's yep. so much better and I mean that does that is a big reason why because we are out hitting these teams we're wearing them down that's I mean, I guess that's the game plan, but you gotta sharpen up in the first period. You can't be, we can't be going down. That that gives that is no excuse for be going down. Always in trying games. to make a comeback. Yeah, so they gotta sharpen up somehow. Like I understand the mindset of being physical all game to wear them down in
0: the third, but I'd rather play with the lead. I feel yeah. Um, <laughs> biggest milestone of the weekend: Carl Haglin internet goal, 100th career goal
1: yeah Self, <laughs> selfish i mean selfless play by backstrom i mean he could have easily dumped that in the net but saw carl uh get drive into the baby. net though so, so it was awesome the crosby tantrum on the bench
0: that was that was a good video Yep. breaking a stick smashing great shit great Holpe, 32 I, of
1: 35 let's go yeah i forget who it was sitting next to him on the bench i think it was the uh um suitor is that who they just Simon. got who did they just get i'm sorry the penguins uh zucker 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 i think was sitting next to him on the bench and just was like looking i'm like what what the hell man what did i
0: get myself into <laughs> like what the fuck is going like, on fuck. so yeah hoping he's stood tall he played well i guess briefly i'll ask you in a couple i'll ask you each in a couple quick words just tell me one sentence
1: each how have you felt about brendan Dillon three games in now kp why don't you start it uh, tough, hard, physical player. I think he's a good fit, and uh, I'm excited to see him play in playoff hockey. Hey, B. Yeah, I love him. I want to sign him.
2: Perfect. I so don't like, know if
1: we have any money, too, but I'd,
2: I want to see his playoffs first. Don't yeah. we get
1: into another Jensen situation? I love the guy. but No, I've J- I've
2: already, like, he's already done better than Jensen. Well,
1: yeah, exa- yeah. <laughs> exactly, but Jensen now just signing somebody right away just scares me now. Perfect. So let's uh hit that halftime and then move on to previews.
0: Down. What a shot. all right let's get into the next three games two of them against winnipeg tonight we're at home thursday we're in winnipeg sunday at minnesota so i mean we can put the, we can lump these two teams or these two previews into one winnipeg but what do we know about the jets what do we this is kind of weird two games in a row just kind of home and home with winnipeg yeah it's wild scheduling there Shifley leads every. Point category for them. Yeah, yeah,
1: I mean, this is a Winnipeg team is not playing uh, up to their expectate- expectations from the off season, but they're still a good, talented team. This is a West West Coast team. They're a big, big, big team up front. So yeah. terrible PK. Yeah, twenty fifth in the league. We've talked about how we like the physical game, so I think that's how we should go into this win, into into these two games, trying to make a physical game and maybe working on uh, special teams a little bit. Yeah, uh, if your team's that bad on the PK, pionk. this is a,
2: again. I mean, we could say this about every team that we play for the rest of the way, but uh, this is a team that you get the pucks behind their defense, uh, dump it deep, and body them as soon as they. If if you don't beat them to the puck, then body them the fuck up. I mean, they. That's right. Don't have anyone on defense. Also, something
1: I would love to start seeing is winning puck battles, getting the loose pucks.
2: Yep. They just got Eakin. Not that it makes a difference. They don't have any. They don't have any any like top line defenders. To that, like, can really match up with us. So right. I mean, dude, just, just beat their, right.
0: just beat up their. i the, sh- and I'm not sure what the word's been on Kovalchuk in terms of when he's supposed to be here. I know he's for sure. He's
1: playing Tuesday. Yeah, I'm Is pretty he? sure he was coming. Okay, good. He was coming here today. Yeah, good. Flying, yeah, okay. I'm sorry, flying in Monday night. He did media. Yes, Tuesday. he did
0: media this morning
1: yeah. in Montreal. Yeah, yeah, I think he was flying flying so, yeah. uh, to Washington right after. Mm-hmm. So, he'll do morning skate tomorrow and probably be in the lineup. Yeah, yeah so uh, during pretty that morning excited. skate.
0: <laughs> pretty yeah, excited.
1: That morning skate's kind of, we'll figure out where he's at, where he's playing. Maybe mm-hmm. uh, some PK time during that morning skate if they do any PK or power play. I'm sorry, power play stuff. So... I'd be excited to see see where he slots them in the first Winnipeg game and if they make any adjustments in the second one. Mm-hmm. For sure. So, game after that at Minnesota, Sunday night. Uh, any thoughts on the Wild? They're a good uh, team. Spurgeon,
0: think... Zuccarello. Yeah, can't get Harrison. caught sleeping against them. Yeah, and we seemingly never win in Minnesota. Yeah. Like, that's just like one barn we do not
1: win games in.
2: Yeah. Um, Cannot get caught sleeping. Need two points out of that. Uh, Out of that game, I think. Out of these
1: three, I mean,
2: how many... You won at least four? Yeah. Always won at least four on any type of road trip. I I guess this isn't a road trip, technically, but every week.
0: Well, you'd like to win them because we won't get into them, but you come home and you play Philly, the Rangers, and Pittsburgh.
2: Yeah, and these are basically... Warm up tests. I guess, for <laughs> games.
1: Warm up, or maybe use these three games to get ready for that and figure out your lineup. Figure out the new yeah. power play with these new additions to your team. Uh, yeah. Do you ex- make, make do the adjustments now? Yes. Yeah. Make these adjustments now against these three teams. So when you're playing those, I think you mentioned a couple of Metro teams there. When we're getting back into that, in that race, and start start to figure out against teams like west coast teams don't do the shit against the penguins you know right try try
2: out some experiments and see how they go if they go successfully do you go that way do you not i mean again we'll see what he does with with Kovey. i mean i'm very excited to see the the very first lines cuz No matter what he does, I mean, if they lose, he's probably going to immediately change it. Yep, you can change it. That's
1: the beauty of it. It's going to be interesting. I can also see see Todd giving it like two games. As a
0: backstory, too, like how are we going to keep teetering with this defense? What are we going to keep doing with it?
1: Yeah. uh, We
0: still got to find that. I mean, that's obviously on the back burner right now, not in terms of the coaching staff, but fans are only looking at Kovalchuk and the offense now, where we're still trying to figure out a good six. I don't think nothing's on the back
1: burner this late in February. I mean, you got to start figuring shit out getting into March. Yeah, I mean, that's
2: a great point too. We haven't really touched on it at all, but I mean, right now he's playing the you know, basically playing the carousel with everybody. With uh, yeah, the the, the yeah. last the
0: last
1: three defenders. has been
2: scratched. It's it's mainly as Siegs, and Jansen yeah. that like those. He's three letting them all rotate. fight for
1: fight for the spot. I think. That's, yeah, that's he, how he's he, looking he,
2: at it. I mean, he definitely is. Um, would you say one has earned it over the
1: other yet? Um I don't, I th- I don't I, know if I'd say earned as much as I'd say a lot of people like the play of Siegenthaler over Jensen, I think that's yes. starting to merge a lot more.
2: Yep. Yeah. I, I mean I would say I look I know we just like ragged on Gudis for that pen that Penn's goal, but I kind of thought he earned a solid spot on. On our back six, like permanently. But I guess I think
1: he has to. I was surprised when he was scratched for sure. Yeah. It's not a
0: great play, but I think he's got to be a permanent six player in the playoffs. I would agree. A playoff
1: defenseman. I would agree. I don't, I don't,
2: maybe he's just kind of letting him rest. For the playoffs, a
0: little bit sometimes. Could have been
1: stuff up to the trade deadline yeah. too. They were messing yeah, with. Never yeah, never know. Yep. So,
0: so, do does anybody have anything else about the Caps before we start going literally trade by trade? I mean, nah, after the I th- deadline, think, uh, let's let's get into the NHL I mean? a little deeper. We'll just start at the very top and we'll just work our way down. Uh, we will read every single one. You, we can either just be like, nah, cool, if it's a couple of nobodies, but the big ones we'll just kind of get into. Yep. So, Blue Jackets get Devin Shore. Ducks get Sonny Milano. Eh, cool whatever. Lightning get uh, Barclay Goodrow. Sharks get a first-round pick, yeah, whatever. Canucks get goalie Louis Domingue. Uh, Devils get Zane McIntyre. Domingue going to the Canucks is kind of interesting. Not uh, really, but... I
2: was going to say, I guess goaltending depth, yeah, but I don't think he's going to yeah. play.
0: Flames get Derek Forbert. Kings get 2021, 20, fourth-round pick, whatever. Hurricanes get defenseman Sammy vontanen The Devils get uh, Kukunen, Frederick Clayson, and a fourth-round pick. So let's talk about that. The Hurricanes getting... Yeah, uh,
2: great. I mean, I think they did the best, obviously, adding defensemen uh, on this Jerry deadline. We were talking about how many teams were looking for defensemen, depth defensemen. And really, the Hurricanes, I mean, I would say us, we made a nice little splash on Dylan. But I think the Hurricanes kind of stole the show with um, with Vantadin. I mean, that's a great pickup
0: right there. Nice puck moving defenseman. I don't think he's like overly physical. I think he's just good with the puck. He's solid though. He's a Dougie. Not he's not a Dougie Hamilton replacement, but it's yeah. a good guy to come in and play.
1: Yeah, I think he's, he's probably
2: like, he might get power play line
1: uh, minutes. He's a veteran guy. I think he's uh, in the twenty eight range. Uh, I mean, I, th- I think he's a solid player, and I think he'll he'll definitely get time in Carolina. And he's boosting that defense, which yep. I and do then, not like because Rod Brendamore loves defense.
2: Yep. And then the other defenseman that they
0: added was Brady Shea.
1: Yeah. So they loaded up. Uh, they, they they had a good uh,
0: trade deadline. Panthers get Emil Jude de Juice. Speaking of Juice, I guess we got rid of Juice. We traded yep. him to. Um,
2: Anaheim for Sprung.
0: For sprung, that's right. Stars get 2026 20, round pick, whatever. Penguins, they're get, they're bringing back Connor Sheary. Uh, they're also bringing uh, Evan Rodriguez in, and they're giving up Dominic
1: Cahun.
0: So Sheary, he's back on Pittsburgh.
1: I hate playing Sheary. I said this to Alex when he when we were talking about it. Uh, he's he's kind of like a, I I've always thought him and Haglin very similar players. They're fast. They're agitating players. Um, when you don't have the puck. And he he's a player that gets in, gets to the net for the Penguins and, and makes shit happen, so he's he's gonna be he's gonna be good boosting that lineup.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, um, yeah. He's gonna be tough. I mean, I I would love. I'm very interested to see where he plays. Uh, I wouldn't be shocked if he plays with who do you play with back then Crosby. Uh, couldn't tell that's, you man i thought Maybe. it was i'm pretty sure it's crosby and i'm pr- and if he if it's a zucker Sheery, crosby line i'm that's a good line fuck i'm i'm pissed
0: <laughs> All Right. uh oilers get tyler innis senators get a fifth round pick oilers get um Kuffner. And Atenisu 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 thats what it is. Yeah, the Red Wings get uh, Sam Gagne, second round pick, first round, second, two second round picks. Sorry, so is—I is,
1: think he's going to be good for them. Yeah, he's going to help out Connor McDavid a little bit. He's uh, fast. They could as be playing fuck,
2: together. Dude. He's so fast. Yeah, uh, the Oilers team is probably uh, i mean we've said this about multiple teams but they, like just everyone on the team there's just so much speed tyler
1: ennis is a fast little guy too yep i mean he, he's good too so i mean that's just boosting them and that's showing the oilers team that that they're boosting his the team up and they, they want to make a push for the playoffs yep they're, and then they add someone on their back end with mike green yeah mike green <laughs> oh yeah,
0: yeah, oh. yeah cap baby cap legend, cap legend. Is the oilers kind Power of doing, play
1: time for mike green or the, Are the Oilers
0: kind of doing what the Caps did for however many years, trying to find that perfect right winger to be on that OV backstrom line? They're just trying to find that perfect winger to be winger to be a side on McDavid? They're just Uh, running the carousel until they find it? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's... Right. uh, Who else? Oh, no.
2: um, and went to Colorado. That's what I was thinking of. But, yeah, yeah, Ennis Ennis is probably playing third line, fourth line minutes with them, I would think. But if Ennis see you, I don't... I don't know if they play him with McDavid or if they put him with Nuj- uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins oh. on that second line.
1: It could be ex- experimental shit, too. Yeah. They'll put him with both, see yep. where he works better. So we'll see. But he's going to get what they said was
2: he's not going to do much um, power play line or anything like that. He's more of just going to be five-on-five five guy, which, I, I mean. think their power play is pretty set. I mean, they yeah. they got skill all around. Yeah. yep. And so we'll see. I mean, we, we keep forgetting that they also – they have – um, James Neal who has 20 goals
0: yeah um, a, I think we brought him up last pod yeah I was yeah. like has he
2: scored yet yeah he's got 20 goals I mean he's still not gr- doing great I would say but I mean 20 goal season is 20 goal season we're just hyping it he's up he's a guy for, that could put for, for 20 time. more up in the playoffs yeah so uh, they're they're definitely a uh, they're definitely a good team. Mike Green's great ad. Uh, and I'm love pretty yeah I'm pretty happy for Mike, Mike Green. Mike Green, yeah he'll he's gonna be on a good team. Finally, yeah finally back in the playoffs. Exciting to see him play if he's in the yeah. uh,
1: battle of Alberta. Oh,
2: but yeah, but he's not that's not his game though. He'll get beat up. No, he'll get beat up. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say he's that's not his game at all. So, but I'm hoping he gets power play time with McDavid a little bit. That'd be awesome. You'd love to see it. Yeah,
0: Canadians get forward Aaron LeChuck. Seventh round pick. Sanders get Pekka, whatever. Bruins get Richie, Nick Richie. Ducks get Dan Heinen. Anybody got anything to talk about that, or should we go to the next one? Uh, no, they just they mentioned um, how like
2: Nick Richie's uh, first round pick, and he actually has like he's he has a lot of potential, but I, I guess it just hasn't clicked with the Ducks yet. So they're I guess the Bruins are pretty hyped on him. He's a big kid. Uh, he was actually drafted in 2014 I think. He was the 10th yeah, a 10th pick and he's like 63 like 220 or something like that. So some new senior he could yeah.
1: could change his game up a little bit. Yep.
2: And it, and I think he plays the type of game that the that Boston fans will love. I think he's the hard nose. Yep. So we'll see how he does there for Boston. Boston's adding depth.
0: Yeah, speaking of depth, Sabers Wayne Simmons, Devils 5th round pick.
2: When this Simmons is in Buffalo. Su- surprising, it's kind of
1: surprising, surprising. It just it's, it not not make sense to me at all. It's it, it kind of just like I don't even know why he'd waive his no trade clause to go there because I don't think they're a contender unless he hated it in New Jersey that much. I mean, yeah, I have no clue. It's it's wild. Like, I mean, unless
2: they end up signing him, maybe they talked about that beforehand or something. But maybe this is like a
1: little show. I, not, I mean, not in, I don't think Buffalo's totally out of it either. Even I mean, for they, Simmons, like
2: waving his no trade clause. Why is no Buffalo's kinda out of it. Right. Why like why is Buffalo making that type of trade? I, I don't know. They're thinking they're not out of it completely? I mean I'll go to the standings real quick. I mean there's just no <laughs> there's just no way they can actually think they're in Yeah, I don't know. like <coughs> they are ten they're ten points. I guess they're eight points out of a wild card spot. Well, so I mean I guess crazier things have happened but like I just don't see it.
1: Maybe just because they want a rugged game, maybe bringing somebody in. The GM just thinks that it's going to change it a little bit.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I mean... You never know.
1: You never know what somebody can do
0: to a team. Avalanche, Michael Hutchinson, Leafs get Cali Rosen, whatever. Flyers get Derek Grant. Ducks get Chris Golo in a fourth-round pick. Anything about that?
2: Yeah, that one... I've never even heard of this guy, but I, I guess this is a sneaky good pickup. I saw I saw for a lot Philly? of that on for Philly. That's
0: what i have seeing too, but I have no idea.
2: I have no idea anybody no him, but I just see a lot of people said great pickup for Philly, and i was just like, well, all right,
1: sure. Just uh, why I got it on the mind of people going to Philly. I saw that a tweet went out that Johnny Goudreau left the practice and some Flyers fans oh, are tweeting yeah. about it. Probably just had to like take a shit. <laughs> well, no, it, it, the reporters asked him he had to take a pee. Yeah. So it was like it was a big deal on Twitter for like 30 seconds and he had to pee.
2: Yeah, someone's also they also like <laughs> s- they screenshot his um his Twitter bio and it was like like beforehand it was like Calgary Flames number 13 and then after like it was like it wasn't on there so everyone was like freaking out but I'd I'm be like, doing that it,
0: shit it I'll was practice. probably like
2: yeah it was probably like um photoshopped or something
0: yeah. or yeah or if, if he's just trolling like if you're a world. stud then you're like I'm going to go take a shit during practice and I'm going to change my Twitter bio let's see what happens so let's keep it into the vision the penguins Patrick Marlowe Yeah for a third round conditional pick um like it's a good pick up for them that's going to be a f- Fucking wild series when we play him now.
1: See, I I really like this pickup for them, and I want to jump on it before Alex doesn't like it, but I like it I because I didn't say I didn't like it. You're not as hyped on it as I. I think it's going to be panning out for them because that like I wanted to. He's exactly. He's a good goal scorer, and I just think he could. You don't think he could bring scoring death to I like a, a bottom six he's line gas for them? Out. No, he probably can.
2: I I, I don't know where you got that. I didn't like this. One. I said I said it's the same exact move as us making with Kolachuk.
1: Huh. All right.
0: <laughs> like that's that's my um acceptance fans are finding ways to shitbag kovalchuk i got a te- yeah i got a text from scott
2: saying who would you rather have marlo or kovalchuk and i was like ah, i don't really know i mean i would take it either i mean guess marlo yeah. marlo because he's a little more known or not even known but like i would assume that he is more reliable in his own end than Kovalchuk.
1: Yeah, he's more. You could say he's more of a two-way player. They're definitely different type of players. So yeah. That that's an advantage there. And uh, Marlow's got playoff experience for sure. Yeah. So let's keep it in division again. Hurricanes. Vincent Trocheck.
0: Uh, they ship out Halla, Walmart, Prisky and Luchsterian or something. But your big names there, obviously Halla and Walmart. They're going to Florida, and Hurricanes are getting Trocheck. Yeah, so we're
1: done playing yes. them. So it is what it is. But yeah, to the playoffs. Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> yeah. exactly what you want in the the playoffs is center death. I yeah. know AB is a big advocator for this and that. This is he could be a second or third line. I don't know really where they're gonna put him, but that that's some good good playing up the middle. Uh, he wasn't really hot in Florida, I don't think this year. But we know he's what he is and what the type of player he is, and maybe he finds that for the Canes. I'd hate to see him on a line with like, I don't know, Sveshnikov. Yeah, it, I mean he, he could Teravinen. Yeah, he could really boost boost them up a lot so I, I think carolina now that we've we i think we've gone through all their big names they're really all in almost except for i think Bill pretty Man, much billman noticed uh, the little goalie trouble that they're having and maybe maybe they should have gone after a goalie there i don't know i don't know but i mean they're pretty much all in i mean like they i would
2: say their players aren't necessarily like top five superstars but they do have a lot of Names that have come out and have shown that they have a tremendous amount of skill and Svechnikov, Sebastian Ajo, um, Tar- Tara Vinan has turned into a, a great player who is uh, he was basically the Panarin before Panarin right for Chicago, but then Panarin you
1: know, and then adding a uh, top six center and two two, two, two top six, to, I mean a top four defenseman, I'd say, in Brady Shea and
2: yeah, I I would say. I mean, if there's two teams that won the trade deadline, it's Carolina and uh, the Oilers, in my opinion. Right. Just because they had, I mean, I think Mike Green's a great pickup for them. And um, who else? Uh, Athenacio, I think, is a like, sneaky good pickup. And then, and then Ennis. And Ennis. And then Carolina picks up a great player in Vincent Trocek. They pl- pick up two defensemen that could play um, close to 20 minutes a game. Yeah. Sure.
1: And, well, the only thing I was gonna say is the Brady Shea for a first-round pick. I mean, giving up a first-round pick's pretty big there, but I guess they were pretty desperate with the Dougie Hamilton situation.
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, you yeah, gotta be. I think it's a. I think it's a great trade for both teams. I think for sure. I think the Rangers getting a first-round pick out of that and keeping Kreider, great, great for them. And I also think Brady Shea will do well in Carolina, um, especially now that like. We've seen how Carolina is. It doesn't matter who the player is on that team. They just love their guys.
1: Yeah, that's, they, that's true. They
0: don't
2: really have... I guess,
1: like Doug, a next man up type of mentality?
2: Doug, Dougie Hamilton might be the only one
0: that gets bad media down there. Yeah, and, but they still like are obsessed with him. Yeah, but they still love him. <clears throat> so this one wasn't on here, but I forgot to it on uh, Twitter. Uh, Lehner, he goes to Vegas. So apparently, that happened is Chicago traded Leonard to Toronto and retained 50%. Toronto then traded Leonard to Vegas and retained 44% of that amount. I don't do math guy stuff, but so Leonard, he's that's a one two tandem in Vegas now. And I think Subban and a couple of prospects went to um
1: Chicago, Chicago. Chicago. yeah, yeah. So I interesting. Mean, Vegas is just going with the rest of the league, turning into this two goalie tandem. I mean. Uh, Leonard's definitely had a better year than Flurry. Flurry's kind of a little struggling a little bit, so maybe this helps him out, gives him a little rest before the playoffs. And I mean, I think they're gonna still stick with Flurry as their top guy. Maybe I don't. I don't think Leonard's going so, in there. I would assume. So, oh yeah, right. But <laughs> so I mean, that this just really helps them out. I mean, they're solid up front in the back. I mean, there's really no move you thought Vegas was gonna do. So maybe a little surprising to help out their goaltending.
2: Yeah, for sure. Gets some of the weights lifted of off of Flurry. Um. I mean, that's all there really is to say about it. I yeah,
0: mean, yeah so, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll see. Senators get a first-round pick, second-round pick, third-round pick, and the Islanders get John Gabriel Pagot.
2: Yeah, this is a great trade for the Senators. I think you wanted the Caps to, to look at this guy. Yeah, now. this is a great trade for the Senators for getting all those picks from this guy. It's also a great trade for the Islanders, uh, more center depth for them. Yep. yep. Uh, which they were looking – they were kind of – Looking for a winger too. I think that I think they wanted to look for a winger that could score, which they I guess they couldn't get. Um, yeah, JPG. This guy's had a great season uh, for a struggling Ottawa Senators team all year, and they immediately signed him for six more years. I think so. That that shows that they they got what they wanted, and they have all four of their centers signed through twenty twenty four. Yeah, which is.
0: Not bad, yeah. That's <laughs> not bad. You have you center depth. So next up, Avalanche kid, Vladislav Nemestikov for a pick. Avalanche getting some yeah. depth and doing their thing. Yeah, I, don't, I just I don't know much about Nemestikov, but. Yeah, I don't know an overly amount. but yeah. uh, We already talked about it. Oilers get Mike Green and that deal. Red right Wings get back Brodziak in a fourth-round pick. Eli Kovalchuk goes to the Caps. Canadians get a third-rounder. Leafs get Mika Salamanke. Predators get Ben Harper. Jets get Eakin. Knights get a fourth-round pick. Uh, Bruins get Case. Ducks get David Backus, Axel Anderson in a first-round pick. Any thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, Not I'm really. Gonna, I would say... I mean,
2: it was huge. Like everyone was like, "Oh man, they got a first round pick for it. like for this kid Case, who I don't even really know anything about." So I was kind of shocked about the like giving up a first rounder for him. But I think that also was because I think it was more like, "Here's a first round pick to take on Bax's entire contract." Sure. That's what more, more what I think it was.
0: Yeah. I mean, the last one here is Canadians getting Lucci of or something and then Penguins get Riley Barber former cap cool yeah, kinda yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kinda <of. laughs> so I mean those are your main trades are pretty much all the trades that happened in the last two days um, what do we th- let's, I guess let's think let's talk this real quick Metro teams pretty much a lot of teams in the Metro made a big splash I mean New Jersey dumped the roster Carolina added they shook their roster up a bit Penguins shook it up a bit yeah that
2: Carolina everybody made a move that Trotrack trade um, that'd that tra- be weirdly good. That's pro track trade. Um, yeah, it could end up pretty well for them, but it was just weird that Eric Hall, like they included er- Eric Halla and another piece on top of that.
0: Uh, who was it? Yeah, Walmart Hall think- was a the guy they liked well, I think so, maybe. Like that's I'd kind, have that's to kind, pull kind back of a up. lot. Yeah, Hall is like a noticeable player form and shit. It's just kind of they're just they shook it up. Yeah. And like we talked about earlier, I think that when there are two goalies, I guess let's bring that up too. I mean, we haven't talked about it. The E-Bug situation with the yeah. guy in the, the Toronto Marlies Zamboni driver and shit was, oh, yeah. went in played the game. But I'll get your thoughts on that too, but then follow that up with, I mean, I think both of those goalies, Mrazek and who's the other one? I think Mrazek got a concussion, and the other one sustained a recurring shoulder injury yeah. from their hits. So those are... I know, Kyle, you said they weren't long-term, but a concussion can keep you out a good bit. And so can a reoccurring
1: shoulder. It depends how concussion is. I mean, yeah, I would be more worried about the shoulder, depending how bad the concussion is. But I agree. Goalie, a little goalie struggle in Carolina. I don't know. Maybe, like, something they have in the minors. Maybe that's why they didn't make a deal. They thought maybe a backup down there could fill something out. But... Back to the e thing real quick. Fucking awesome. I love cool shit. When situations like this happen. I mean, this guy's like forty something years old, never thought he had a chance, and got to play a game. He's a hero in Carolina now. So fuck him. We hate Carolina. <laughs> but I mean that that's awesome. And he got to beat the fight like a team he probably grew up watching in the Toronto Maple Leafs. Like yeah, and he, uh, he gets considered yeah, his he, he Childhood
2: team, and the entire crowd gave him a standing ovation after their team lost. The Toronto Maple Leafs
1: lost, and they gave a standing. Days ovation. Things are rough in Toronto. Uh, yeah. I saw like the media was going crazy. How do you lose to your minor league team, Zamboni drivers? Did you see what the GM said after that? No,
2: he said like it would. He said I would, I would rather lost that game. Because it would have been even more embarrassing to have to make a comeback on an emergency backup goalie that it like works for us, right? Is what he said, and I was like, I don't know about that man. Like, yeah. I definitely would still be like, how do we? Especially not get he let in plays? the first two shots he faced. Yeah, the first two went right in. Yeah, I wonder if those goalies are like, if every single one of them are like stud goalies in their adult leagues. You know what I mean? Could be right. Like, just kind of. Weird I'm sure you gotta like, have, Look, You're the best one here. You gotta
1: right. have some kind of performance tryout to become a. Emergency so. backup goalie, I would yeah, guess. Pr- yeah, probably. Dude, how do you, you like, take it do? Anybody, you sign?
2: But... What is that? Do you
0: sign like some type of contract for that? I, I know
1: they just hang. Yes, out.
0: you do. You have to sign a contract because right. they like
1: framed it and gave it to him. Well, he's getting he's getting a penny because he like it's in the contract. He got a penny because but, he got the win. So do they sign that contract like? Before the season starts,
0: like hey, you're the emergency ba- backup. I know they literally. I think, the literally do I it, think I, he
1: did it like when he knew he was I going. I think in. they
0: do it like right in the locker room. Yeah. I think I'm pretty sure when the first goalie went down, they, that's when they call.
2: So do they call? They call that night, and they're just anyone. There's no, anyone. No, no, no,
0: no there's no, it's, always it's a guy. There's the always rink. somebody, and he can play for either team.
1: Okay. Yeah. Is I think a, there's like one e so and what, he plays for either. But that's team. what I was asking. Is he always one at the rink at every NHL game? Is
2: he that guy all season long? Was my question. I'm not sure. How that works? I'm
1: sure teams have designated guys they they like. You it's know? Probably, a probably a very short list. It's probably a very short list. Those guys have other lives too. I mean, maybe not this one as much because he's in the organization, but the goalie um, for Chicago wasn't he was like an accountant or something. So he yeah. had a, he had an everyday life. So most of these guys like probably in a rotation. You got to think like there's that. like
0: a short list of maybe four or five guys that call. And you got to so know is, know
1: somebody probably. Is Derek Rabel hey. <laughs> a? Yeah, is, is he an emergency backup so goalie?
2: He
0: did
1: practice so with exactly
2: like that. you you gotta think he, they're if, like
0: alright you're our anybody that listens now. to this and has some pool maybe we can see if Tarek could figure out but is there a can we possibly get a list of Caps emergency goalies yeah. for the 2019 2020 season yeah that'd be interesting to just see who it is try to throw someone out there yeah just like oh I played with that guy yeah but yeah I think that's yeah, kind of crazy yeah he signs the contract right there god damn it um signs the contract right there and it's yeah, I think they showed it afterwards. And yeah, it's a pretty wild story. So we've talked trades. We've talked. I got something. Yeah, keep going. I was about to say we're only um, at an hour 20, which with is kind of for us. something but.
1: I was kind of disappointed I wanted to see happen. Storyline, kind of not really into the stats and all that. But I really wanted to see Joe Thornton go somewhere. Obviously, Boston would have been. Yeah. I thought somebody the said Disney, Boston the the Disney. Per- Boston, I think, was calling on him. Commodore them. said it. Yeah, it I think Commodore Boston was, was calling was on him. But I don't know if it was Joe didn't want to go or what. But uh, I wish he would have gone. Maybe not even Boston. Just took a contender. Somewhere. Yeah. It's Oilers. always fun to see him in the Canucks. playoffs. Did he score scored two goals in his
0: first game as a Canuck? Yeah, I mean, I figured that would happen. <laughs> he's good. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's good, good. Uh, the
2: other trade that did not go through that I heard about all fucking day... What was Zach Parise too of the Islanders? The
0: Islanders, yeah. Well, I was kind of glad well. that
2: did not go through. Yeah, it was. I just kept hearing about. It. I was like, it's just. I was, I was like, was,
0: shit. I was thinking, like, shit. I was like, how does this?
2: How does it not go through at that point? Like when it's talked about at eleven a.m., it's like, all right, that's gonna happen. Whenever yeah, I, anything, I mean, there's
1: a, there's a lot into it. I mean, he, he, I, mean I know that I'm not like, a like, GM, yeah, but, yeah, but I like,
2: yeah. uh, I just usually you know those, when those guys
1: on Twitter just want to call it before they even he- they hear the rumor about uh-huh. it. They want to try no, to break it first. I mean,
2: it's their. I mean, it's LeBron. When LeBron and Mackenzie are the two that are saying it, I'm like, all right, it's gonna happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't have to be in the works like one o'clock today, so I watched the you, the one that I'm usually like a little bit skeptical about is Commodore. Whenever he yeah, tweets, whatever he tweets, something I'm like, ah, yeah, maybe but, no. uh, so he's, going, watched, he's going for laughs. I got yeah. up
0: like seven per usual and then just watched NHL Network Trade Talk from about seven a.m. to eleven a.m. Yeah. Yeah. like straight and it was kind of fucking wild dude yeah
2: today was yeah it was a crazy day i feel uh, like a lot more eventful than yeah i, I was, gonna say, was gonna say i be. feel like the last couple of years have been kind of quiet because well there are been. i think maybe because there have been such huge names and then they end up just not moving at all right
1: maybe just each year gets more names more names and we turn into the nba and then we're getting super teams <laughs> and two-year deals and it's crazy <laughs> i mean I, I just feel
2: it, that'll never, It'll never happen. happen. It'll
1: never happen. It's just you know, I don't think anybody wants it to happen either. Well, it's just because it won't happen because there's too many superstars. Like right. every
2: team, every team has at least like two or three superstars on their team.
1: Every team, I think, could have yeah. a chance every every year almost. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. I mean,
2: so I, that's why, and I and they all sign long term every time. Yeah.
0: So. Yeah, I agree. Change that channel. I'm done watching that shit so like I said we're about like an hour 23 in we've hammered trade stuff pretty good yeah um, I think I think that's we all, shoot some shit. all that I got uh well we texted about potentially doing that tournament maybe
1: yeah get some guys in and do and that I that Laurel, be cool I
0: looked it up it's just an adult league tournament in Laurel and it's literally sponsored by I think Heineken in one of the local bars so it's like each game you get one free drink or some bullshit like that yeah. I was like oh we could probably get like a pretty solid team together yeah, a and, just be rock, fun. and we could, what we could do is just charge the tournament fee and then an extra fee like 70 bucks per player but you get a chirping jersey to keep yeah not like, bad it's deal like, hey, say it's like 20 bucks for each person to join the tournament and then seventy four for a jersey it's like hey it's hundred bucks to play in this tournament with us. You get a free sharpened jersey and we'll use the extra money to buy a 30-pack for every game. Yeah. You I mean, know what I mean? <laughs> like, they're getting a free jersey out of it and a tournament.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. If we get guys, sure.
0: And it's like, you could tailgate at that tournament and just party all day.
2: Yeah. It could could
0: work. I don't know. Just rock some sharpened jerseys, baby. We'll be fucking chilling. Uh, we got anything else? AP, AP? Uh, I mean,
2: I guess my question is who's... Who are your guys' big winners?
1: <laughs> I think you got to look at
0: said, the Caps. Uh,
1: I mean, I, I really I hate to say winners, it, but, but I would say Carolina. I mean, yeah, yeah, by Two, two defensemen—that that's huge. Whenever you you get solid defensemen like that, and then Pittsburgh a, a center a center depth. I mean, that's huge for Carolina. Yeah, they. I mean, that's what they're struggling with, and I mean, they're a really good team, and if they can kind of recreate some of the magic they had of last year, they're going to be scary. Uh, kind of going into this wild card hunt. So, I mean, yeah. I, th- I think they're definitely the winners out of the Metro. I mean, if we want to look at it like that, but I could even think over yeah. the whole NHL. Yeah. I would
2: agree with that. Um, Seller-wise, I would Just say... The yeah. Senators dumped... I say senators and ducks. Devils dumped. The ducks, ducks got dumped. a lot of
1: picks that the I was ducks surprised. I thought New Jersey
2: was gonna get a lot better picks. Yeah, than- I was gonna say I don't think Jersey did well. Honestly, I don't think they did well at right. all. Right, and I least. and
1: I thought the Rangers would have gone for more picks. I'm really su- still surprised about this Crider signing for seven years, yeah. as old as he well, is. I'm. <sighs> I think
2: the Rangers did well for themselves. I think
1: they can they can Crider can build around. He's not a guy where you're if you're in rebuild mode that he uh, he hurts you or anything. Right. So. He's,
2: you keep Kreider around, I mean he, who the fuck knows, he might turn in their captain. Right. Um, you, I mean with Panarin you want he, some more you know? skill yeah. guys. Yeah. Um, six and a half for seven years. Till he's thirty-five. I mean, that's kind of like the T.J. Oshie trade. On those, we we have we have many contracts that are like that. Yeah. So I, I think it's a good contract for them, and they still end up getting a first-round pick from Brady Shea. So I, I think it's a, I think they actually did pretty decent. Um. So yeah, I just I just the only thing is like they were kind of still in the wild card spot race for a little bit. So they kind of were shooting for it a little bit, but so now they won't be able to get that like top three pick you know what I'm saying yeah which kind of yeah. sucks I mean they got one last year but I mean and then, and who knows they could get lucky again and fucking win the fucking
0: I think the lottery. Metro's the division did really well everybody's booting up for a long playoff run and I think yeah. you're, you're gonna see a Metro team potentially yeah, playing for a cup
2: Metro division man it's always it's gonna be fucking,
0: good. give me five teams always fucking wild
1: I mean really it's the Metro and, and Boston I mean out of the Tampa. Atlantic Tampa Tampa yeah you don't gotta assume Toronto's gonna
0: do anything. They don't threaten anybody. Their own fans hate them. Yeah, they, they're gonna they, win a playoff series when their own fans hate them. They wanted Tyson Berry out. I know. Yeah, I saw. I saw that. all yeah. they
1: were shopping that. That's but, crazy. Uh, I guess it's, he hasn't panned out like. They're just like not, not happy passed, there so. at all. No, I mean. On paper, they're, they're a team that could really turn it around, though. That's a thing. But this year, the way shit's going, I just I don't think they do it.
2: Yeah, you know? I thought they were going to when they first, when they made the coaching switch and they started off pretty high with him. I was like, all right, that's that's a team that got just went through some adversity. Coaching change sparks you a little bit. Cup run, and then they're back down to being shitty. and I'm like, nope, never mind. They're not. Yeah. They're not going to do it. I don't think.
1: I mean, I think they're on a good path though. I wouldn't say they're they're falling back at all. I mean, I think next year could be totally different. I don't know, man. They're getting. I mean, I know they're still
2: young, but it's been about four years, right? It feels like yeah. it's, it's been like four years of them in the playoffs. Still not. I mean, I. I mean, I guess we, could, we can't be talking shit because Cavs, Cavs fans, it took us, what, 15 years?
0: Forever. Yeah. <laughs> like a good
2: 15 years. Took OV and then 14, 15 years. So, I mean, yeah, they're
1: on they're a better pace than us, I guess. Yeah. But I, um Another thing I would really... I really like what the Oilers did with uh with Mike Green. Um, I think that adds some veteran yeah. death to their back line, which they don't really have. Yeah, I like that a lot. I right. mean, they did some little forward moves. We like those, too. Those yeah. could pan out. But I think... uh. Veteran death with Mike Green if he yeah. stays healthy, and I like it for Mike Green too. Yeah, always happy for him. Yeah. Uh, sorry, it couldn't pan out in Washington, but uh, I know maybe I'm we'll awesome maybe we'll beat Bash. you in a Stanley Cup this year.
2: Yeah, uh, you never know. There, that The Oilers are another team that you just wish would make the playoffs consistently, and they just haven't figured it out yet. Two Canadian fan bases just getting let down every year.
0: I agree. <laughs> yeah, like pretty badly. Yeah. Hopefully the Canucks put Canada on their back this year. But, I mean, I guess for that, I'm
1: good. Yep.
0: Good episode.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Buzzing again. Let's, let's see what this uh this Kovachuk guy can do, let's huh? Let's do yeah.
0: it. It's going to be fun. Three games from now, we'll be back here breaking it down. We'll see you all later. All right, Jordan fans. Peace. Peace.